0: Welcome to Inside the Upside Down on the Mike Ricksecker Audio Journey on MikeRicksecker.com. Welcome to Inside the Upside Down. It's a hot one in the studio tonight. I'm Mike Ricksecker, author and ghost story, and with me, as always, is Shauna, our chat shenanigator from the Edge of the Rabbit Hole and a fantastic writer in her own right. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us this evening. I know it was kind of crazy on the Edge of the Rabbit Hole this evening. I did have to screw around with some of the audio settings over there, so that means this show's probably jacked up too. That's all right, it's one of those evenings. we can thank Skype for. (laughs) Sean Old Smith is telling us, watch out, Mike and Shauna. Most people here are drunk, really. I thought yesterday was the holiday. So I do need to uh, throw out there that uh, between shows, Andrew Cox with the $20 Super Chat. I want to thank you very much, Andrew Cox, for that and for the rest of our Super Chat superstars from the previous show. So tonight we are talking spiritual attachments. Um, It's something that You know, people do get uh, worried about when going on paranormal investigations or even, you know, if something pops up in their own home or a place that they visit. You know, I've heard of spirit attachments happening with uh, people just walking by a historic location and there goes the cricket. There goes a cricket in the corner. I threw a shoe at him earlier. (laughs) So we're going to have to deal with it. Crickets, yes, they happen. So um, Shauna, I know you've had quite a bit of experience here with uh, spirit attachments, so um, you want to go ahead and... My brain is so frazzled from earlier. Where were we starting tonight?
1: Oh, I think we also hit the 8,000 subscriber mark.
0: Oh, shit, yeah. (laughs) I mentioned it it was like a throwaway at the end of the last show. (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah, I saw that. And because of just trying to get stuff wrapped up and We hit 8,000 subscribers! (laughs) Um, I guess that was like right at the beginning of the show. Because we were at seventy nine ninety nine going into the show, uh, edge of the rabbit hole, and I guess we hit it right there at the very beginning.
1: Yeah, I think um, I think one of my one of my sons used. You know, it was one of the subscribers too. So he says, "Oh, I think I already did it with this account, but I have this account, so I'll do it with that one too." <laughs> it's like, yeah, just make sure you watch from both accounts too.
0: As long as it's a legit person, we don't have to have people going in there and creating five thousand accounts to, you know, right. get us to where we want to go. We don't that we're we're not we don't condone that. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, anybody who subscribes will want to be an actual viewer because, um, I mean. YouTube picks up on that stuff if you got a bunch of uh you know, subscribers and nobody's watching, it's like, uh eh, something wrong with this account. So, so we don't want that.
1: Binge watch. That's yes. what we do.
0: Those who've subscribed, please binge watch. That's awesome. I
1: do. Sometimes I'll put them on fall asleep at night yeah. to it, you know. Uh, I used to do that a lot, but that was before he came here, yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. I guess you would binge watch while I wasn't here. <laughs> <laughs> so and Adam Tiller, if you're out there, yes, I got this massive Fiji water again. <laughs> know you're concerned last time so um all right so okay I guess uh Nichelle is saying don't throw the shoe at the cricket okay (laughs) then you're gonna hear it throughout the show um Tim Schoen saying I could watch Haunted Road Media videos all day well thank you very much for that all right so let's go ahead and get into uh spiritual attachments I think the one the first one you want to talk about was the uh, oh wait it's I'm still frazzled, so we're gonna have a giveaway.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) So we'll do that. Um, There's a happy birthday, and what did I miss? Somebody's happy birthday. Michelle had that happy birthday uh, the other day because I remember on Facebook saying happy birthday to you. So, um, Katie Palmer saying she loves to binge watch. So yeah, we're gonna have a giveaway. Um, I guess we'll just we'll do it as usual for now. So, on any other platform except for YouTube. Tell us you want to be entered into the drawing, and we'll go ahead and draw the names. So uh, hit us up on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, wherever except YouTube. So you can message me, Shauna, Honor Road Media, and any of on any of those platforms, and uh, we'll go ahead and add you to the list. So there you go. All right, Twinkles.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. If anybody else experiences the twinkle, I call them twinkles, uh, little light anomalies that are just everywhere now, it seems like, Uh, ever since the one that we were seeing on the goldenrod when it was still standing, um, ever since then, they've been everywhere. Uh, And not just to the places that we investigate, but also like sometimes in my home. Uh, like before I moved here, I really haven't seen any here yet, uh, but in other places, you know, the other places I've lived and uh, in my yard, I mean, just everywhere. So then, you know, my my question is, uh, since they're now everywhere that I go and doing the same behavior, always kind of, you know, lingering around and stuff like that, are they an attachment or is one of them an attachment of some kind? Or is it I'm seeing them now because um, because I for the first time, you know, I started seeing them. So is it because I saw them for the first time then, now they're letting me see them more often? Or is there one following me?
0: Well, you acknowledged it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and they always look exactly the same, except for um, a couple of times I've seen one that was uh, like candle flame colored like almost like a really really super light shade of yellow and about the size of a golf ball you know but then the rest of them are look like if you look up in the sky and you see a star they're just little twinkly little stars you know
0: yeah I, i do have an example of one so let's see over here so this is a shot from the Goldenrod Showboat. Give it a couple seconds. You'll see it off to the left. I am running it in a loop, so I'll let it run a couple times. Just look off to the left, and you'll see that it goes real fast. This uh, just little whoop, like twinkle um, off of the. Uh, it's kind of over the showroom, but off the balcony. So, um,
1: I have yet to see it. I can never get it. I can never see it.
0: Come on up and introduce yourself to us. Come on up and introduce yourself to us. Nope. Come on up and introduce yourself to us.
1: It's so quick and it's so mm-hmm. dull, like dim.
0: Yeah. on up and introduce yourself, to us. Come on up and introduce yourself, to us. Okay.
1: Come on up and see introduce yourself to us.
0: All right, so I let it run about five or six times. Sean has a hard time seeing it. It does go by really fast, and there is, at the beginning, something coming in from the left-hand, no, right-hand side. Around. <laughs> coming in from the right-hand side is probably a bug, but it's on the left hand, and just like, pff, real quick. So um, I
1: mean, if you blink, you'll miss it sometimes. Yeah, yeah basically. They're sometimes they are so bright, and it's just like, wow, you know? um They'll be there, just like boom, mm-hmm. and then
0: yeah. So they're seeing i See, Candy Orton man. saying, it "Illuminates itself." Um, Lynn saw it. Um, Diane uh, Hilbert saw three twinkles. What, yeah? Because I, I let it play a number of times. So, um, yeah. And so, and I've seen them too. You know, uh, not as often as Shauna. She's usually one that points them out to me. But like, it's um green thing right there. Oh, that's just because I have that highlighted. It's, oh,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: That's just... <laughs> I was like, what is it? Man, now we got red lines, so it's just... Okay, it's, okay. It's the system. And $10 Super Chat from Tom McNicholas. Happy for you reaching 8000 Thank you very much, Tom. I saw Donna in there ask what the prize is. Um, a book and a signed print. There we go. Yeah. There we go. A book and a signed print. Okay, so yeah, because we had... Again, of the golden Rods really, when we first started seeing these.
1: I had never and, seen them before.
0: Right. And the first time I saw it was because you were like, oh, it's back off in the corner over there. I'm like, I didn't see it. I was hearing and seeing other stuff. But um, not that. But then we were sitting on the stage. We had the uh, the IR camera pointed up at us. We're looking out over into the showroom. And all of a sudden, right next to the tripod, boom.
1: And it was bright. It was bright. And close. Yeah. So. But
0: now they seem to be following you around because we were at the middle of the schoolhouse in Iowa. And all of a sudden, you know, we're trying to investigate other things. We're up in the room. where in the library where they believe that they have a vortex and they've seen, you know, things on the SLS camera crawling around and that sort of stuff. So we're investigating for that stuff to see if, you know, we're picking up on any of that activity. And it turned into a very different investigation because you start seeing the twinkles, um, I saw it once um, off to the side. We were, started hearing other things like the door and, and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so it's seemingly following you to places.
1: I mean, you know, I can think definitely at Vandalia, I've seen them, which is in Illinois, mm-hmm. uh, Mineral Springs, which is in Illinois. Um, I have not seen them in Ohio. Okay. Um, but I I can honestly say that I did not see them like at the, the um, Swift Mansion site or uh, at the prison or, you know, I didn't see them there. Uh, and I don't know if it was because, well, I can't say, well, because it was a new place because so was the school. Right. Um, but, you know, I mean, does anybody else see them? i mean you know you see them but i mean does anybody in the chat room you know see them you know i mean i'd like to say they they don't make any sound
0: no no it's just a bright flash of light very quick um
1: yeah it's just like if you're looking up in the sky and you're seeing uh like a plane going how it blinks you know every few seconds uh without all the colors it's usually just looks like a little star just twinkling and it's so quick and then um, whenever it's in motion, whenever it moves, you i don't see the twinkle it's just it's it's like invisible, and then all of a sudden it'll show up somewhere else, kind of like a um like a firefly or a lightning bug in the dark you know it's it's like that if it's dark, you don't see it until it lights up so it's it's kind of like that um except for obviously it's not a firefly. I know what those are
0: no, it certainly wasn't a firefly. And that wasn't even season for fireflies. And, right. You know, we've had questions like that, like the um, yellow translucent bottle of light that was going around the showroom, very different from the twinkle. And I would not say any sort of attachment because that has been following us around. But, you know, people have always asked, well, was that a firefly? That sort no. of thing. And that was completely wrong season. We're talking in November. It was, you know, what, like 28 degrees in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it wasn't happening. Um, from Sharon Lane... Is there a significance to seeing large blue orbs with the naked eye, like not just in a photo?
1: I mean, I mean seen, with the
0: naked eye. I mean, I've I was,
1: seen, I've seen big red ones. I've seen big red ones, you know, and then smaller ones also. Um, I've seen, I've seen all colors of them actually. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know I what they had, mean.
0: Yeah, and I just had at the Manila Schoolhouse. Yeah, we saw the twinkles, but. Um, down in that room that we were kind of using for a little staging area, you know, to hold our equipment and recharge stuff. I mean, I had that, like it was on this side, uh, that white orb, it was a ball of light just kind of shoot past me as I'm walking out. I was like, what the heck was that? <laughs> you know, it totally took me by surprise. So, um, you know is is that something well yeah probably because i'm seeing it with my eye rather than a photo and if photos you're always debating you know as to you know whether it's a, a dust or moisture or what have you and i've gotten some fantastic photos that you know very very particular i throw so many out because it's like dust 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 water you know that sort of thing but i do have a couple that it's like that has its own illumination that one's different
1: yeah because i blow almost everything off until someone tells me otherwise because everything to me is dust or water or bug or something you know i always blow it off cuz it's it's in a picture you know and too many things can happen with a picture you know so i'm very 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 selective about the stuff that i see in my own pictures and the stuff i see in other people's pictures so uh, if you've ever sent me anything and i said that's a bug. That's a dust. That's war. I'm sorry. You know, even if it turns out to be something, I'm sorry because I just don't. I just don't. Um, yeah.
0: So, but I guess what, what the question is with this particular show because I mean we've we've kind of talked about the activity before with you know the balls of light and. Um, you know, photographs of orbs and things like that but in you know, this particular show we're talking you know spirit attachments so the question here becomes because you've seen this now in so many different locations and we will get into some other different types of attachments too but you've seen this now in so many different locations that you know is it something that is following you around because you've seen it you know outside your home not this home though right no in the backyard yeah. you've seen them in the backyard
1: in the backyard in the
0: backyard not in the house though right no right so seemingly following you to some degree
1: yeah i'm i i do not know i mean you know i try to communicate with it often you know whenever i see it and especially this time i haven't listened to the audio yet we haven't listened to the audio yet because i didn't turn on my recorder but i should have (laughs) Uh, so i'm wait waiting on the audio um because i did you know start a line of questioning with it whoever it is, whatever it is, to see, you know, do you know, do you know who I am? You know, do you know my name? Are you following me? You know, do you go to the places that I go whenever we do stuff like this? You know, trying to, you know, see if it has a voice. You know, I don't even know if it has a name. I don't even know if it's a human spirit or not. Right. You know, I have no idea.
0: Well, and that's one of the questions here that Donna Gordon threw out. Uh, she says, many of in the chat have seen them Shauna do you think they're fae or spirits or both
1: I mean kind of a big question yeah Um, you know I've seen the twinkles are like in a thing all their own I will say that on the boat the one night um, I had seen a a pretty large shadow figure move through the door through a doorway upstairs and two of those little twinkles followed single file behind it like evenly spaced apart like I don't know
0: um, yeah, we've used that bit on the shadow person video, but yeah. that's also a twinkle, you know, moment.
1: It, it and this happened before the yellow ball of light incident, right? Yeah, so,
0: that's that started maybe a few months beforehand, something yeah. like that. Yeah, because it started when we that period of time where the golden eye was opened back up. You know, you didn't see it before. Then Mm-mm. it was when the Golden Round opened back up, um, which we first got back on there that July, to like the end of that July. Right. I don't think we were supposed to, but we did. Yeah, <laughs> permission from Jake, I think, is I what had it permission. was. That's permission. That's all I Yeah, permission from Jake. Um, and then that yellow ball of light was November of right. that year, 2016. So started seeing the twinkles in between there. At some point. Right. Yeah. So, And you've been seeing them ever since. Never the yellow ball light again.
1: No, so. I haven't seen that. Like I said, the closest thing I saw was this little golf ball sized. You know, it was like the color of candle flame, you know, which is. And then it showed up like really close to me. And then it spooked me a little bit, you know, because I wasn't expecting to see it that close to me. And then I, and then I apologized to it. I am so sorry, <laughs> you know. Uh, please come back. I didn't mean to jump. I didn't mean to scare you. And then it did, you know, pop up again, but several feet away from me this time. So it's like, you know, give me a heads up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because only one time did I ever get the, you know, the spidey sense, you know, that something was going to happen. And then, it, and then one of them showed up. But before, there was never any warning. They were just boom. There. spidey sense
0: so Kara Whitaker says if Shama feels comfortable with them they may be a protective spirit or spirit surrounding her I'm down well, with I that I can deal with that yeah you yeah. know
1: it'd be nice if they'd identify themselves <laughs> <laughs> I mean so I know who to thank right. you know that yeah that would be great
0: so um yeah and there's Donna saying that um so Carrie had a question he says please show a question um Carrie, I will say this is a little hard because you you always post in all caps, so I don't know which one is questions. Um and which one are statements. So if you keep the statements to just the lowercase, um then we could see which one of the actual questions. So Oh I I guess this is it. You have some question marks here. So since I've been sick, my gift seems to be stronger. I wonder why. Um Probably those unconscious or subconscious defenses are lowered because you're not as healthy and so that kind of opens you up a little bit more would be my guess.
1: Yeah that's what I would that's what I would say.
0: yeah so um, all right and uh, real quick, I'll take this one um, from Candy Orton. Uh, what do subscribers have to do to qualify for the prize? So just put in any of our social media other than YouTube. That you would like to be entered. So it could be uh, a message or a post or a comment anywhere on like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. In um, any of the pages, could be Haunted Road Media, could be me, could be, you know, Society Haunted, whatever.
1: I'm we'll write them down on a piece of paper and put yeah. them in a something and then. We've got the hat. <laughs> put them in a hat and then draw it out.
0: So, all right. So you want to talk about Byron? Yeah. Uh, there's a couple different things you want to talk about but we could talk about I'm not to introduce the yourself again, to but we could talk about Byron there he is
1: yeah that Byron only seemed to be attached to me just when I was uh, in his general vicinity uh, because I lived just a stone's throw away from where I met him and I worked there uh, so he would follow me home a lot uh, a lot. And, um, but he started following me more after he let me see him. So, um, and I was okay with that, you know, I mean, uh, there was a lot of times I felt like I had three kids in the house instead of two, which I did. Uh, but he behaved like, behaved like a normal child. Um, you know, I, I ran the recorder a lot in the house then because I was hoping for some type of banter and, you know, he had a sweet little voice. Um, we have, you know, some of those EVPs posted on the YouTube channel Uh, not this YouTube channel, but, um, channel that my previous group used and, you know, I, I I was a hundred percent sure who he was. So, and we, we talked a lot, you know, we interacted a lot um, I have a lot of significant experiences that happened with him. Um, I think, you know, I don't know too much about his family, so I don't know what his mother looks like. Um, we just have a little bit of documentation supporting that he, you know, physically died on the property, uh, and how, and we have an EVP of that too, which you guys, you know, have heard. So on another show. So...
0: And since some of you are asking down there, and I should have said it uh, when I first brought it up, and I usually do, uh, that is an illustration by Adam Tillery. This was featured in Encounters with the Paranormal, Volume 2.
1: And Adam is, that is a, an amazing capture, because I didn't really give a lot of detail. But if I were able to have taken a, a picture of Byron when I saw him, that is what he looks like. I mean, talk about you know chills because it, it doesn't get any realer than that.
0: Yeah, and I mean, he will be providing more illustrations, of course, for the next encounters of the paranormal book. He tends to do that for us, so it's awesome. Um, yeah, so with the uh, with the cafe, you know, it seemed to be a bit more. Just, was it more than just Byron that would follow you home? Because you seem to have like a lot of attachments that would follow you and you'd have to kind of like, no, you guys can just stay out there.
1: Yeah, there there was uh, one that followed home that I didn't personally see, but one of my kids did. And when I found out...
0: That answers your question, Judy.
1: Yeah. yeah whenever I found out who... I described... And I, and I knew exactly who it was because I knew him when he was alive. Um, when I was young. When I was a young kid. I was probably six, maybe like in the lower grades of school, uh, when it was a functioning grocery store then. And yeah, I, there was no way I was letting him stay in my house. Uh, and just knowing that one of my children saw him, um, just there's no way. So yeah, I had to have a little chat. Um, I never saw him. He probably never let me see him, Um, in my house because he had specific rules not to ever step foot in there or to follow me Uh, he would follow uh, other team members Uh, he was hardcore uh, creeper like to the extreme Um, but um, I guess once you're a creeper in life If you're an ugly person in life you're an ugly we've person talked, in the afterlife so. <laughs> we've talked
0: about that in a yeah. number of times here uh asshole in life asshole and death um yeah what, what do we have the what was the last week a streaker in life a streaker in death
1: yeah i mean rita what one of these or nights, jokester
0: jokester was another one jokester yeah. in life jokester in death yeah
1: one, one of these nights um rita who was uh from was a team member of mine and we spent countless hours days weeks months you know, in that building, and um, she had him as an attachment at one point, and just some of the creepy things that he had said to her when she was in the bathroom, I mean in the shower, if there was a way to metaphysically metaphysically kick someone's ass, she should have done it because that was just crazy, I, I would not want him as an attachment, and you know, he was in my house. Uh, but he didn't let me see him. Unfortunately, he showed himself to my kids, you know. Is there a way to get rid of an attachment? That's uh, yeah. Sean Oldsmith's question there. I mean, there was for me, at least with him. Uh, Byron, all I had to do was just move out of the area. Uh, he did not follow. I don't think, I mean, there must be a different set of rules, I guess, you know, where he's, uh, he could follow. But only if I stayed, you know, in the area that he was allowed to be in. Um Cause he was definitely attached to the property not the building um, and then I think sometimes they just hitch a ride but I don't think all attachments uh, have to follow the same rules so it must not because he had no reason not to follow me <laughs> um, I would have welcomed him to follow me you know I feel I felt so bad when I left and realized that he didn't follow so My motivation for getting back inside the cafe, not to pick him back up and bring him home with me, but just to see if he's still there.
0: Yeah. Sean, to to answer your other questions, since you say you're not on those other platforms, you can always email haunted at hauntedroadmedia.com. If you don't have email, smoke signals. I I don't know after that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So a lot of people... I guess the attachments vary. I mean, you've talked about a couple of different ones here where, um, you know, following people around or you left and so that that took care of it. But some attachments stay with people for extended periods of time and follow them to different locations. Yeah. Um, you know, that, you know, some people may actually move from a house because their house is haunted. You know, I need to get out of here. And they move to a new house and they're still being haunted because... They're the ones being haunted. They have this attachment that follows them.
1: Yeah, my friend Jeannie, I, I don't know if she's watching tonight, uh, but she has one of those, and he goes everywhere. And for a number of years, he has followed her. And he is very protective of her, um, very particular you know, about who she spends her time with, and um, he will let you know if he doesn't like you being around her. So... I um, mean, she had to do, you know, some research and fact checking to try to find out, you know, who this person is and, you know, she's got some, she's got some info on him, so, but he will, he has followed her just everywhere.
0: Yeah. Uh, we do have some questions, we'll go ahead and get to some of these, so um, from Betty, Betty Lange, how about spirits that come in forms of animals are like butterfly spirit attachments? I mean, that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess here's a question, would you call like something like a familiar? um a sort of attachment i mean because people have you know the animal uh protective guardian spirits familiars what what have you um that are out there
1: yeah dragonflies land on me a lot i had one land on me in traffic today (laughs) in the middle of a busy road i had my hand kind of hanging out it was nice and i saw something flying around i thought it was a butterfly uh, and then it, like, landed on my arm. And, and for a split second, you know, you always think spider, or I do. Mm-hmm. But it was dragonfly, you know, and it landed uh, right on my arm. You know, I had my I had my hand hanging out the window like this. I always try to tan this side of my arm because <laughs> this side's darker than this side. <laughs> and it yeah, so then when I started to go, I was like, oh, no, he's going to get, like, tossed. So I put my hand up a little bit, and he kind of rode with me for a little bit, you know? Nice. I mean... You know, but that hasn't always been a thing. You know, it's happened, you know, over the last um, over the last few years, maybe, but it hasn't just always been a thing with me. Uh, but I see dragonflies a lot, you know.
0: the um, B3 Airspace is saying dragonflies are said to be angels. Nice.
1: I mean, I probably need some of that <laughs> in my life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking,
0: like, um... Yeah. Like Vanessa has her wolf, you know, so yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, um, you know, some of these that are like that are, you know, spirit guides, but in animal form, from yeah, my understanding. Since
1: I've never met my, my humans, my, you know, male or female spirit guides, you know, so I figure, hey, if a dragonfly is going to be that for me, then, and I will say that the, ones that they always seem to look i don't know if dragonflies just all look the same the ones that i've come into contact with just always look exactly the same but i've seen pictures of them that look pretty colorful and stuff like that uh so maybe they all look the same maybe it's the same one maybe who knows
0: yeah it's kind of funny because um well last week we had Kyrie chris sutton on and I remember when you told me about the dragonfly. I threw this out as an example. Wow, it's like that's what Chris was just talking about. Where um, he said, "Well, you know, if you have a you know flock of sparrows in your backyard and you see them every day, then it's probably nothing significant. But if you have a red-tailed hawk that drops in your yard, you know, twice a week, um, you know, that's you know kind of a little out of the ordinary. Then you might have something going on. So it seems to be like you and dragonflies kind of have that. Yeah." Yeah. And uh, Carrie Parrish is also saying dragonfly usually signifies a benevolent spirit. So, very cool. I'll
1: hmm. we'll
0: send some dragonflies my way. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, so, from Spooky, this is from Dawn. Uh, question for Shana: Do you get scared? I know my last time this happened, it frightened me bad. So, have you been scared by any of these attachments that have followed you?
1: Byron never really scared me. Uh, I didn't pick up any bad, you know, vibes from him and I always trust my I always trust my my inner, my inner voice, my my sixth sense. You know, I like to think that if it's something bad, it, I'm I'm going to instinctively just, you know, subconsciously know and I'm going to feel that. I never felt that from him. Um you know, the little the twingles. I don't I don't really feel I'm curious by those more than I'm, you know, scared because I don't know what they are, you know, and until I know what it is, I, I'm really kind of on the fence about how to feel about it. I don't feel threatened, you know, I don't feel any safer when they're around. I don't feel, I just don't feel anything. I'm just curious, you know, I, it doesn't change for me. Um, dragonflies, I love those. You know, I'm always happy when those land on me uh, because it's just it's dragonfly like dragonflies Uh, still a bug, you know. But I just, you know, and I can't say that I have any sort of situation or emotion going on before one lands on me. And like, that's my key. Like, was I feeling sad about something and that's why it showed up? You know, then I would say, you know, maybe that's the that's the key that's how you know i know when something's going to happen but i have been in all different kinds of moods whenever they land on me so still a mystery i don't
0: know um donna is saying the spirit guides etc tend to be different than say butterflies and dragonflies they tend to carry messages from spirits to us if you get quiet for a second and someone who has crossed pops in your head it's like or likely who it's from okay Hmm. interesting thank you donna so and then um Spooky Dawn is uh chiming in with something that Waverly followed me the last time the last half hour there and really left me unsettled and agitated. And then it came home. So what was there at Waverly came home with you? Interesting. I
1: don't really know if I'd want anything from there following me.
0: No, and that's why I always do a little bit of something going in and exiting a location. To make sure that nothing does follow me, and that's a that's a big concern, with a, a lot of, you know, especially places like Waverly. I know people are concerned, like uh, like Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. You know, some of those places like that. You know, some of the big prisons. You know, is something going to follow you home? And you know, I know that there have been times where I've just put my foot down. that I could feel, you know, something. Okay, something's still back behind me. And you know, I have a, a few little. Everybody has their own thing. You know, I have some, you know, a few little things that I say in my head or some prayers or whatever. Sometimes I just got to turn around and say, you're not coming. You got to stay here. So, and that tends to work for me. uh, But everybody has their own thing.
1: Yeah, before before I started really getting into the whole shielding thing, I... I and a shield baby right <laughs> <laughs>
0: we did that last week <laughs> yeah. it,
1: it was just open season you know I would tell be like now don't follow me home you know um, I never said that to Byron but there would be times where I would be like you know you got to stay here sometimes because if you don't stay here I don't have a reason to come here you know you but you can't live with me I would I would have conversations with him like I would right. it's like you you can't live with me uh, because you already have a home You know, so you need to go. And I always felt so bad about sending him there, you know, and there'd be times when I would hope he would follow me if I'd have to go somewhere and I would walk and be like, come on, let's go, you know, and then go there and unlock it and open the door and be like, you got to go. And then I'd feel guilty about leaving and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was just, it was just a very weird time, you know, for me. There were times when I was sure I had lost my mind and my dad was, I know that he started going on investigations with me to make sure I wasn't crazy. Right. <laughs> you know, and then and he realized, you know, he has no reason not to believe me. You know, I've always been pretty a pretty sound mind, you know. And, um, you know, there's stuff I didn't believe, but there was stuff I couldn't explain. So, and he was one of them there for a little while. You know, I wanted my dad to see him so bad. Just anybody other than the usual people that saw him. You know, just somebody on the outside, you know, that could be like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I have to believe in that now because there he is. And I did show my, my dad the picture of Byron. I was like, "That, that's, yeah. that's Byron, Dad. What did that's he what think? he looked like. He says, well, how did the person who drew it know that's what he looked like? <laughs> I was like, well, I gave a description. I was like, just...
0: Because Adam has magical powers and all seeing yeah. eyes. Come on.
1: I was like, a- Adam is Adam <laughs> is gifted. So I was like, just without being there, he can really capture the essence of someone who is just not in this realm anymore. Yeah. Yeah, Adam's so, amazing,
0: really, truly is.
1: Very, very talented. So
0: we're gonna get those put up here soon. So once yeah. we get a little bit more time to flesh out the studio here, so. Um, So, I saw a couple of, uh, where are the comments back here that I want? Oh, because I saw that uh, Dawn had commented back on the Waverly thing. I think I missed it. Oh, okay. Something that Waverly followed. No, that was the initial comments. I know she followed up on it. All right. Um, I guess I missed it. Uh, There's Paranormal Pursuit. Good to see you guys. Oh, there it is. So Don says, I made a point of telling Waverly as a building and as spirits goodbye and please stay there. I guess it didn't take me seriously. <laughs> and I don't know if that's maybe because it was too general. You know, maybe it had to be specifically directed at whatever she thought may have been trying to follow her.
1: Yeah, it's like whoever is following me right now cannot come home with me. You have to stay here. And you literally, visually, have to just put your foot down, you know, and... Will it work a hundred percent of the time? I have. It's always worked for me. You know, if I tell something not to come home with me, uh, it doesn't feel like something has come home with me. But there have been times where I've kind of on the low, wanted to have something, you know. But then, you know, if I wanted, then then stuff would happen. Uh, like with Vandalia, I don't consider that an attachment because
0: well, it never actually came home with you. Yeah. It's kind of called out to you, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. is it still, it's like, it's it's still, it's a connection. Right. And, you know, somewhat of a form of an attachment, I guess, but I don't, um, I don't see him. I don't see him, you know, where I can be like, oh my God, yeah, look, it's you not, know.
0: it's not an attachment as in something that physically comes home with you. It's right. more, it, it's almost like more ethereal where, like you are saying, that connection. So some sort of... Um, energy from here out to there has has established that connection where you're able to feel him I guess you see him in your mind's eye yeah yeah I mean
1: that's how I figured out you know but he's not actually here but he but he's not in this in this realm with me he's not or even he's not you in know, this space he's not in this space I can't see him but um, it's like I said I I can but he clears a bell whenever, whenever I finally, and it's kind of like a form of uh, meditating, to because he's very persistent too, uh, and I feel bad for tuning him out sometimes. I'm just busy, you <laughs> right. know, and then I don't want, I don't, um, I don't feel comfortable having a visit while I'm sleeping, I guess. But that would be the best time. But I that would be the quietest time. Uh, But there have been times when I kind of feel like a little, like a, like a knock. It's almost like a knocking, but you don't feel it. You just hear it. And then, you know, I'll feel, uh, to me, the ones that I have the strong connections to, they each have their own um, different energy. And I don't know how to explain it. Like this one, you know, buzzes a little harder. This one, you know, does this. It's weird when I say it, but Mm -hmm. it's just, I can tell his from others and you know i can always tell and i'll be like you know if i talk out loud will he hear me better or should i talk inside my mind will he hear me better then i mean can he hear me at all i i don't know (laughs) you know you will never hear me say i am a hundred percent sure about anything in this field because you can't be i don't care who you are you just cannot be a hundred percent sure I'm still confused every day by stuff in this field. <laughs> I feel like you know. I know I'm not crazy, but there's some days where I'm just like, "What the hell?" You know, why? Why is this? Why is this going on? But uh, so he's he's definitely. And then finally, we get an EVP in that room. Whenever I see him, I see him in that room. So I know 100. I am 100 percent sure about that. I know who it. I know well, yeah. That's the
0: EVP. I'm here. Yeah, I'm so, here. Yeah.
1: I mean. That gave me goosebumps, and I was so happy, because I could see his lips moving. And
0: that video is under watch. That was our last uh, Vandalia f- phone investigation video, and we got both ghost boys on that. Right. Downstairs, and then in that room. Two different right. boys. Two and different
1: his little, boys. and a name in the first one. Yep. Still don't know what his name is.
0: Yeah, the one upstairs, we don't know his name yet, Right. but um, he not, did respond.
1: Yeah, he's not documented, he's not one of the documented child deaths in that place so he came from somewhere else but um his voice you know i've been waiting for that you know to hear what he sounds like still don't have a name but <laughs> i could still just see him and his lips moving i'm like i i can't hear you you know i mean i don't know how to make it better so where i can hear you but um but now i know what he sounds like
0: I see b3 airspace says i switched to coffee that's right Honor Road Roast. This episode is brought to you by Honor Road Roast. <laughs> so, um, oh, well, speaking of shoutouts, I do want to shout out Fire Sphere. So, uh, yeah. just real quick, um, Rio Yudisato does the uh, intro music for the show, um, better known as Madam Butterfly from Fire Sphere. So, sure, check out their music.
1: Yeah, so if you, if anybody out, out there likes, likes Queensryche, I mean, damn. These yeah. guys, it's kind of like a darker version, like a little darker vibe of of Queensryche. But oh, great stuff. I mean, wow. So, yeah. And her stuff that she composes.
0: Woo. And she will be doing more for us, which is yeah. fantastic. Somebody
1: so. else in there, if he's watching, has expressed an interest in that. So, I don't know if Steve is watching or not.
0: Yeah steve check them out steve um, you better be watching <laughs> uh and adam tillery says dig the intro yeah rio does a fantastic job with the intro glad you like it
1: yeah i um, mean she's just her stuff just screams scary movie music mm-hmm. or yeah yeah so, yeah awesome. and i
0: saw uh speaking of adam i saw sean gilmore say that uh adam should draw the um uh, this vision that he had it was a dream that he had um that he sent me earlier that would be very very interesting sean um but we have a question for you or from you as well from sean gilmore after an investigation i feel drained and at times depressed i call it a paranormal hangover what do you think causes that so yeah that's we call that yeah the a hangover. A hangover hangover and yep.
1: dove dark chocolate is the best thing for it yep. always makes me feel better um
0: yeah it's that Type of supernatural energy that is just—I mean, it—it it does sap your energy. Um, it there's there's something chemically up there that's going on with the pineal gland inside the brain, and Dove dark chocolate helps out with that, or yeah. well, dark chocolate in general, as long as it's real dark chocolate. Right. Um, and we've mentioned it before here on the show, like the whole Harry Potter thing from the the third movie where um, Professor Lupin is giving him chocolate when he's trying to practice with the. Uh, uh, Patronus and the uh, the Dementors and all that stuff, and he's like, it really does help. It does. The chocolate really does help. They yeah. don't ever explain it in the in the movie or in the book. It's like, oh, just use chocolate. It it helps. It has to do with the pineal gland of the brain. For yeah, that.
1: If you, but if you're feeling sad, it's it's likely because you know you've soaked up or tapped into some you know sad energy there. You know, not a, not all spirits are happy for sure. You know, there's a lot of sad ones out there.
0: Karen Whitaker so. says dark chocolate could save the world or it could solve world peace. Absolutely. Yes. That's right.
1: So maybe, like, I don't know how hip you are, Sean. I don't know if you carry crystals or anything, but, you know, you can carry like black tourmaline. You can carry any of the black ones, really. Obsidian. Um, well, uh,
0: after an investigation, using a Hematite. selenite wand.
1: Yeah. Use a selenite yeah. wand to uh, Or maybe, you know, do a little, you know, sage. You know, just, oh, sorry. Dang. Yeah, Karen okay. also
0: says dark chocolate kicks your endorphins up and brings happy feelings. Yep, does that too.
1: Yeah, so yeah. so try try some of those things too because, um, you know, whatever whatever stones like that or crystals resonate with you the most or that seem to help, um, do that. And then get some Dove dark chocolate or Hershey dark chocolate, whatever dark chocolate. But put that in your regimen too. There you go yeah godiva
0: works too oh god yeah what about a dark chocolate magnum bar
1: if it has ice cream in it i can't do it so sad frozen yogurt yeah that's right i can do frozen yogurt all day long
0: carrie parrish says maybe she should try some dark chocolate yeah try some dark chocolate
1: yeah
0: um, it's Spooky says try dark chocolate with chilies in it. Um, well, that's, I've done that. that's that's good stuff. Yeah, yeah,
1: I got found some at Walmart. Yeah. Um and I didn't. I can't remember. It starts with an L. I think the brand name. There's but Ghirardelli. There's, it's, no, it, it's, it's Linder. Lind, Linder, yeah, Linder. Yeah, they have one yeah. that's dark chocolate and chili pepper, yep. and you don't always get first one, but it's like a slow build. But man, it's a good one. That's a good we're going to have
0: to come out with Hunter Road Media chocolate bars now. We got our coffee. Mm-hmm. We got our coffee. Now we need the chocolate. So we'll have to look that up. See what it right. is. All right. So let's get some other questions here from Robert White. Could child spirits follow you because of, say, having games in your possession? Man, could you imagine that? Like a, a more modern child. And because maybe you have kids who have a bunch of Xbox games, they're hanging out at your house.
1: I believe that. Yeah. I mean, if they happen to just follow you home one time, they probably would want to stick around, you know. Um, when Byron used to follow me, uh, we used to, I used to leave, like, paper and crayons out. You know, we did have some drawing happen at the cafe, but we never used it as evidence just for ourselves because, you know, it was not caught in real time and there was no way to prove we didn't do it. So... Unlike unlike some people out there, we're not going to peddle evidence like oh yeah we totally did it you know or we didn't do it we didn't do it we didn't do that we didn't do that we didn't do that but we couldn't use it as evidence because nobody else knew that and we're not we're not going to go down that path. Um, but also used to like to play with um balls you know and. Well, I mean, a lot of, like I, I think too. a lot of
0: child spirits like to latch on to children because they have a playmate. So like, you hear a lot of cases of, you know, family moving into a house that has a child spirit and, you know, the, the child of the house basically starts having an invisible friend and it's this child spirit. Now, I've also heard of cases where, this spirit is actually a malevolent spirit portraying themselves as a child and becomes an attachment to that child of the house. Right. So there is that, those unfortunate cases.
1: So. Yeah. I, you know, unfortunately had to tell Byron, you know, you, you know, you play with me, you know, you cannot play with my, 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 my kids. You cannot play with my kids, which was unfortunate, but. Um, It's just that I didn't know how my kids were going to handle it. You know, this was new to me. I had just started investigating, you know, not long before that. Really, like, serious about it. And um, I didn't want to ask, you know, my kids. I thought they were too young, way too young. And so just to be on the safe side, you know, I'd be like, play with me, not my kids. You know, so.
0: Right, because even if it's a innocent child you still don't want to take that chance with your kids No, so that's why shall we say it go ahead <laughs> don't bring kids to uh, a haunted location during paranormal investigations just don't do it
1: yeah. don't do it it's it's not a good idea they shouldn't be exposed to that there should be an age limit there really should be an age limit
0: yep so yeah. I guess Karen has said we should name the Haunted Road Media Chocolate Bars Darker Spirits. Ooh. I like it. <laughs> I like it. And Tom is looking for the Haunted Road Media hats. I know. I know. So so am I. I know. <laughs> I was oh. no, supposed to have the beanies out last year, and that didn't happen because they, couldn't, they kept refusing the
1: file I sent them. I did. Um, who was I talking to at work? uh knew somebody locally that i don't want to do hats. i don't want to
0: do that because i don't want to have to buy a thousand hats
1: i don't i don't think it's going to be like that
0: it's, it's usually the case
1: this, this is like a personal friend so we'll see what i i said give me some info so i can at least check okay. it out so it wouldn't hurt
0: so um from sean old smith how do you know if something follows you home unusual paranormal stuff starts activity. happening yeah. <laughs> yeah paranormal activity starts happening in the house yeah stuff that um, doesn't normally
1: happen all of a sudden is happening yeah yeah I mean how do you know I mean I guess how do you know it's something that followed you and not something that was already there that just decided to just because well, it wasn't out? happening before yeah generally so, yeah
0: but yeah I mean usually stuff starts happening around the house that wasn't happening before maybe you suddenly you know feel that present presence next to you all the time or you know whatever there's there's a lot of different things but yeah just generally paranormal activity starts happening yeah yeah um from betty could the studio be haunted and giving you trouble or having fun with you both um i think most of our difficulties tonight were skype related so maybe skype's haunted (laughs) yeah because that wasn't just me no. And, I mean, it, and was, it was in another uh, st- other
1: states. Yeah. You know, too. So we gotta blame this one on on the Skype that was Skype. Update.
0: Um, from Emma, can something attach to an item and then uh get you to take it home? Well, yeah.
1: Yeah, there's there's items that have attachments, you know, to them. Uh the people, you know, maybe it was of significant value to the person that passed away and they decided to You know follow it you know wherever it goes i mean there's there's definitely been a lot of reports of that
0: yeah i I mean you could uh rattle off a bunch of different um ideas and or different uh, haunted objects that people reported over the years you know i mean a lot of them are like the dolls you hear about like robert the doll or even annabelle um I remember you know an attachment to the doll, something that you want to use as a conduit, not necessarily you, you they can't really like quote unquote possess an object, but they can attach themselves to it and go along with it and then you know try to infiltrate you in, in your life and that sort of thing so um but I've even heard of some different things like um a radio, you know which might seem silly, but um a uh, friend of mine that i used to work with years ago uh her father passed away and i guess one of his favorite things to do was to monkey around with the ham radio that he had in his basement and um you know after he passed away and you know they're you know cleaning out the house and doing a lot of things he was apparently always still on that radio and so he and then he followed the radio out of the house into wherever it went so he was attached to the radio yeah so Um, let's see so from Karen do you think pregnant women should attend investigations she does not
1: I know pregnant women that have done it Um, since I believe in a lot of things I can't for one second disprove in any way so far that you know an unborn child's essence or its soul, uh, is safe from it either. I mean, what, what happens, like, if you go somewhere and, uh, there is a spirit of a pregnant woman there and she was like, oh, okay. And then, and then, you know, uh, I want, you know, I lost my baby. There's another baby. You don't know. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that happens in scary movies. You know that sounds like a plot for you know spirit angry spirit of a a woman that lost a baby you know going after an unborn child of a woman yeah that's that's a that's a hell of a plot right there not one that I would do ew. ew. ew that sounds that sounds terrible yeah um,
0: i I just think that there's um mm. Too many possible repercussions that could happen with the unborn baby, and I don't necessarily mean like Rosemary's baby is going to happen, and your you know child is suddenly going to be, become the spawn of hell or something. But um, just the idea that you know something could, and you don't know what it is or who it is, could be there from you know the birth of the baby on forward, or even before the birth. I mean, can they? Because, I mean, these spirits obviously can go through you. We feel cold spots all the time, like we're passing through a spirit and things like that. So, you know, could they possibly actually get into the womb and mess around? And actually be with that child since before birth?
1: Yeah, I mean, if they can be attracted to energy, there's still energy in there. That's a living being in there. It's just not out in the open. But the energy is still there. So, I mean, I didn't start investigating until after my kids were born uh but i can honestly say that you know no, if i knew then what i know now uh, i probably would not have i have seen many a pregnant woman on an investigation though so and you know so i know what happens um, it, it
0: does but i
1: but it's it's up to them their comfort level you know if they feel like if they can protect themselves like we all ground chef if they feel like they can you know shield their unborn child from that then to each their own I mean
0: yeah. Sean Gilmore saying no no pregnant women no children so yeah,
1: yeah I'm da- I'm I'm down with the no children for sure yeah um, but Katie would be a good one to ask yeah because she was definitely pregnant Whenever she was at Mineral Springs. Is that at Mineral Springs, yep. So is Katie in the chat room tonight? She was there for round one, wasn't she? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. 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 So, Katie, if you're in here or if you watch the replay, give us your thoughts.
0: That would be interesting. On that.
1: And let us know if you've ever experienced anything. Uh, That would probably be a good topic for another show yeah it would be yeah so karen thank you <laughs> yeah so
0: i'm trying to get all these a lot of questions suddenly just boom <laughs> hit the chat which is awesome we really appreciate that so we're gonna we're gonna get to them um tom mcnicholas wouldn't there be a comfort um wouldn't there be a comfort in know someone is attached to you to look after you oh comfort in knowing someone is attached to you to look after you um i don't who it is yeah it depends on who it is i don't know what their intent is you know and you know i mean there's there's times where i mean honestly i just want to be alone (laughs) so if somebody's hanging is somebody's attached to me and i don't know if they're like they're necessarily in the room or not i just you know stuff on my privacy i don't know
1: yeah i mean if like a deceased family member you know, or someone that I was close to that just, you know, every once in a while pops in. That's fine.
0: Popping in every once in a while is fine. Yeah. And I've had that happen.
1: I mean, but I don't, I'm not uncomfortable with every spirit that I come into contact with, but sometimes it just kind of gets me, especially if they put their hands on me or I can hear them, but I can't see them because if I don't know who it is, then I don't know what they're going to do. And I've had some, I've had some stuff happen to me now, you know, so I know that, they're capable of doing bad things, you know, they can hurt you. So and that doesn't mean you know, they're demonic or anything like that. Just an angry spirit is an angry spirit, you know, or a poltergeist, what noisy spirit, you know, whatever. If they're able to manipulate heavy objects and throw them at you, then how do I know that's not going to happen? You know, I from day to day. So I guess it all depends on if I know who it is. You know like if one of my all of my grandparents are deceased so if one of them decides to visit me and stuff like that if i know who it is if i'm sure i know who it is great you know do i want them there all the time no i don't think that's a good idea um but if they want to stop by yeah (laughs) sure you know it's just the unknown ones the ones that i don't know who they are i definitely don't feel comfortable with that no i need my space
0: um, from Betty what do you do to your home to keep spirits outside of it well I mean usually the like the first time you enter a new home apartment or what have you usually the first recommended is just sage it down yeah know, to get a more positive vibe in there
1: yeah I mean go in there and get a feel for it first I mean if you can go in if you feel comfortable yeah, like going here in. I
0: mean there's just nothing
1: I don't dead. feel anything yeah. like it is a complete dead zone Literally, I mean, I, I just I don't feel anything. It's like at my parents' house. I don't ever feel anything in that place ever. Not a blip. Even if I ask a question, I don't feel nothing. I don't feel anything. So, uh, well, let's but there say, are other things that you. But can let's do, say
0: though. to to answer the question, what would you do?
1: I mean, you can even. I don't know if you believe in spell work or anything like that. I don't know what your religious preference is, but um, you, Donna, could tell you. Uh, you can do things to, you know, ward the property with crystals, even you can set up, them on the property. You can
0: set up wards with, you can do crystals and salt. Salt. Yep.
1: Um, but, yeah, but in addition to doing all of that, you have to be 100% secure in your ability to keep things out of your home. If you have just the slightest bit of doubt, that's their opening, you know, so you have to be firm and be like, I don't want anything in here, you know, it it is that simple, you know, I always say like grounding and shielding, it's that simple, you have to visualize that and and like with crystals, you have to be 100% sure that it's going to work for you, if you have any doubts, it's just not going to work, you know, if I don't have, if I investigate somewhere and I don't take crystals with me, it's just like, I'm open, let's see what happens when I don't have stuff and guess what, I'm usually Arming myself with crystals, like minutes into the investigation, because I literally feel um, they're, they've they've become like a part of me now. You know, like they they go with me to work. Um, I, I take them with me everywhere. So, but on investigations for sure. But I have faith in them to work for me. So, you definitely have to do that. Yeah. Um, and Donna reasoning. Gorton
0: is agreeing. Yes, several things can be done. Absolutely, intent is everything. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, you have to believe that what you're doing is going to work. If you don't have a belief that what you're doing is going to work, then basically you're just throwing s- stones on the ground and salt into the air and it's just it's not doing anything. You have right. to believe it. So um, B3 Airspace now needs chocolate.
1: <laughs>
0: All right. So, um Judy Wilson, how about spirits and dolls? Have you ever met a haunted doll? Um well, there's the I don't know if the doll per se was haunted, but there was the doll at um, the Mud House, Samuel Mud House, that was thrown across the room. So that could have just been a poltergeist thrown across the room. I mean, there's Robert the Haunted Doll. Um, I mentioned it earlier, they still keep Annabelle behind a locked door. Um,
1: I've never personally met one or encountered one, but inside the cafe, it was a consignment store also, and there were probably 15, 20 of those china dolls, those porcelain dolls. Oh, okay. Ugh. Those things creeped me right the hell out. I hated those things. Their eyes would just follow you. I know they really didn't, but that's what it felt like. I was uncomfortable in the room with them. Like, eventually, I know Kathy's not watching this. She was <laughs> the previous owner for the building, but those dolls went in a box. I mean, nobody was buying them anyway. Uh, it, But I, I just, when we were there, no, no dolls. I I don't. I am not a fan.
0: I was. Um, I don't know how many of you are still around from um or were around about. Oh my gosh, was it four years ago now? It was in the early days of this channel, so I did a Halloween swap with uh, with Amber Walter. Um, so it was you know October. We sent each other different items. You know, kind of like they do swaps on like the beauty channels, but it was Halloween items. Um. And she had sent me a couple of dolls that were supposedly haunted. I've never seen them do anything. I actually, don't have them out right now. They're in a box somewhere. But I, I never saw them do anything. So it's like a lot of people can say that you know a doll is haunted or whatever. And you can find like on eBay, you know, all kinds of dolls that are supposedly haunted. Um. And it's just you know somebody trying to get money or what have you. Um. So it's kind of like hit or miss you know I don't believe that those dolls that I was sent were actually haunted I haven't seen them do anything they've been sitting there now they're packed away nothing's ever happened so um, from LudaFan um, LudaFan G okay welcome uh, can a spirit affect one's health yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that can definitely happen. <laughs>
1: um,
0: um what would be a good example. Because you, know, you hear, well, you hear about okay, like a uh, a spirit that will drain you, and I, there's another. We can wrap this in together. So, um, Judy Wilson, one an attached spirit just sucked the energy from you. So, um, well, an energy vampire would do that. And when your lower, when your energy is lower, your immune system is compromised, and therefore you'd get sicker.
1: Right. Uh, also if you're empathic, uh, if you're able to like, I, um, I feel emotions sometimes, but mostly I feel symptoms of, of how they, how they died. Um, some places bring it out more than others when I go there. Uh, so if, if, there's, there's been times where I haven't been able to breathe just for no reason whatsoever, or I feel so sick to my stomach that I'm literally going to throw up if I don't get out of the area. Um, and if you're around that kind of thing all the time, you know, then yeah, it can definitely affect you. Um, and then also, you know, emotionally, uh, mentally, it can really, it can sometimes make you feel like you're just not, not playing with full deck, you know, so it it, yeah. it can have a very it can have varying effects on the human body and on the human mind also. yeah,
0: and if you want to get down the demonic path, you know, they'll compromise your system. they'll basically you know almost like a vampiric spirit, they will just drain you, drain you, drain you, they will work on your health and make you sick, you know to basically lower your defenses so they can take possession. So, but that's few and far between, but it's out there. Um, But I saw in the chat there that Carrie Parrish has found a liver donor. So that's awesome. Carrie, very happy to hear that. Congratulations. So, um, so let's see what else we had here. Um, From Betty, how many here Mike stated when they were, how many here Mike stated when they were children I did I did started to haunt when a ch- I guess it's a little jumbled up there Betty I'm not quite understanding the question how many here Mike stated when they were children I did started to haunt when a child I'm not quite getting oh, it's, it Betty if you could just um reword that maybe a little bit so I could better understand the question Oh, he's saying he's on the list. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you're on the list, so you're a lot closer.
1: Yeah, that's, that's yeah. better than better than nothing. There's there's some hope. There's a reason yeah, to have hope. Yeah, there's,
0: there's hope. Yeah. So, um, from Pungi Fungi. <laughs> I wonder how many of our so-called memories may be put there by spirits while still in the womb. Well, I don't have any memories of being in the womb. Do you?
1: I mean...
0: It's that dark, warm place.
1: My earliest <laughs> memory was like when I was f- like four or five, I think. Um, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. Backtracking
0: a little bit. We'll go back to it. Um, Donna's uh, helping out here. She says, Mike, she said she's had experiences since a young child. Um, okay. And so basically, I guess, um, how many started when they were children? Yours you started when you were an adult, when you first started seeing stuff yeah experiencing things
1: my my sister had an imaginary friend um Oops. i did not
0: yeah i i actually i did have experiences as a child um you know the the experience i always talk about as being like my first experience was the shadow person in my room when i was about eight or nine years old there's a moment earlier an incident earlier in my life that i was i was probably only about. Five years old, maybe six, something like that, and it, it's so vague, and I I do remember it, but it's hard to really know, considering the age that I was and all that, as to whether it was whether or not it was paranormal, so I discard that, it's there in my mind, I, I know something was going on there, but I, I still, I don't know if it was paranormal or not, but eight or nine years old was the first one, again, when I was 13, first investigation was when I was um, about 15, 16 years old. So there's some experiences that I had. I won't say a ton. I didn't live in a haunted house. You know, even though two of my experiences happened in houses that I lived in, I would never say that the house was haunted because they're just kind of like fly-by-night sort of things. Yeah. So,
1: And I don't remember anything until 2004. And I did live in a haunted house. Yeah. Very, very haunted. So that's how so I got started.
0: So, Donald Gorton is saying Among Stars is leaving. So, Steve Glassford Bye, was here. Steve. Thanks for stopping Thanks in, Steve. For stopping in. Your ghosty is on the way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> don't forget your selfie with ghosty.
0: That's right. Do your selfie with ghosty. And you
1: gotta send it to us, and we'll put it on ghosty's page. <laughs>
0: all right. Yay. So, um, all right. So, I mean, that's okay. Back to fungi, fungi then. So, um, memories put there by spirits while still in the womb. I mean, I don't know. Could a, a uh, spirit really plant memories in you. I I don't necessarily think of spirit could manipulate your brain to implant a memory. It's a that's an interesting concept. Um Yeah. I I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I it, it's almost kinda like I don't see how a spirit can manipulate a novelist or a spirit box. Right, so I mean, let me ask you this: If you were to die right now, how would you go into somebody's womb and and implant a memory inside a baby's brain? How would you do that? Come on, but are you a neurosurgeon that would maybe have a okay vague idea on how to do that?
1: Here's here's one thing that I do know, like. Whenever my kid, I'm not, and I wasn't a spirit doing it, and I was human, but whenever uh, my kids are in the womb, um, I would sing uh, certain songs to them all the time. All the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. And um, I think it was, I think it was Colton, um, whenever he was uh, old enough to comprehend words and stuff like that, um, said, i remember that song i think i heard that song somewhere you know hmm. and so i mean as a human you know and you know that that babies can hear stuff in there at a certain yeah. point you know so could they retain, or were they you know and can they retain the knowledge of that kind of stuff uh while they're in there but in spirit form i mean unless a spirit is contacting my child you know without my knowledge talking to it <laughs> you know i i don't know i don't know what kind of capabilities spirits have once you get in the next i don't know it's a good question though
0: it's an interesting question i just don't think they they can implant memories just i just don't they don't know so i'm being told that Lynn White had some questions way back up and i missed them i don't know there've been a lot of questions flying through chat there's been a lot of chat so it always comes down to, if I missed it, I'm sorry, it was not intentional, and I'm scrolling back up and not seeing anything. So, Lynn's, so,
1: go ahead and put it out there again. Maybe. Yeah, put it
0: out there again, and I will say, if you made it a long question, there's kind of a limit that, yeah, and I've gone all the way back up and haven't seen it. Uh, I've seen that happen to others in the chat before that, like, we're posting, like, a lengthy story and I never saw it because YouTube would cut it off at like a certain number of characters or whatever and it just, it would get lost to the ether. So if it was longer, uh, maybe it just didn't show up in there on my end. So yeah, I've scrolled all the way up and I don't see anything. So I mean, I saw a comment or two in there from her, but not
1: a question. earlier YouTube was just completely eating the stuff that I was posting. Yeah, Shauna was losing her stuff. And that's, that's happened to me like two or three times now. Yeah, it happens. So I don't know. It could be that
0: so um all right so from judy wilson wouldn't an attached spirit just suck the oh we already did that one that was okay i lumped that in with the other one up there um from sharon do you know anyone who has used tar water on their property i don't even know what tar water is
1: i have never heard of that but i will now have something new to research yeah, I mean, yeah, I've I know never that I have I have some charcoal, some activated charcoal. Um, in my in my in my box, I put it in my there box. You but it, you can use charcoal for stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know. That's a new one on me. I've never heard of that, Donna. <laughs> have you heard of using tar water for anything like that? I I have honestly never heard of it
0: okay so this tim shown uh, i had an instance the other day with an unknown but strong scent of perfume believe it to be my mother's spirit could this be her as an attachment could loved ones attach like that um and then there's a little arrow and then it says donna i don't know if he's posting that for donna if that's from him i just i'll just answer the question so not necessarily an attachment could just be a visit so i i know when my uncle comes to pay a visit because i smell his aftershave i'm not the only one that that's happened to either um one of my aunts is also on occasion smelled his aftershave um which is very distinct (laughs) it's like i don't own it she certainly doesn't own it um and it's just like oh hey uncle paul how's it going you know um like there was always at at my uh apartment in ohio when i was living out there um you would kind of hang out in the uh in the dining room area. So I, did, I don't know if would just wanted to sit down and like chat at the dining room table or what have you. Um, but there was a couple of times like I'd be in the living room or I'd be in the kitchen and just like, boom. And it's like, oh, Apollo's here. So, so not necessarily an attachment though. I think he was just visiting.
1: Yeah. I None of, none of my family members that have passed on have visited me. So uh, it's always people I don't know. That I really mm-hmm. develop, I develop a connection with, but that I didn't have one before that. Um, I can I can think of several people that I would love to have visits from, <laughs> but it just it just doesn't happen for yeah. me.
0: So oh, this was like way up. Yeah, I would have missed this a long time ago, and the the chat is long since past that. So Lynn's White, we gotcha. Misfits of Science, right? <laughs> <laughs> could the lights be orbs or sprites or something and do you use sage to cleanse yeah they could
1: yeah i and and i don't i have um white sage like a spray but then i have uh regular white sage you know to burn with two uh, a lot of times it's just quicker and easier just to you know give it a quick spritz so yeah sage is i definitely have that in my arsenal for sure um as for what the those light i assume you're probably talking about like the The twinkles twinkles, yeah
0: what we were talking about earlier that's what i'm saying that's from way back
1: yeah i
0: yeah i mean we've
1: i wish i knew
0: yeah and that's something that we put out there a while ago when when that started happening especially with that is translucent yellow ball light which is different um to try to get some other personal accounts of Fairies, sprites, brown—any any of that type of stuff—because um, we were thinking, okay, you know, is it a, water sprites? Obviously, the twinkles right n- now, it, since they're following you, right. would not be something like a water sprite. A you know a land sprite. I don't. <laughs> I, I here's the thing. We <clears throat> I mean, as humans try to classify everything, and so if you go and you pick up a book right now on fairies. Um, most of what you're going to find is like all the mythology and legends and everything that have been passed down to time and they'll break it down you know here's your you know all your different types of you know fey entities but my question has been to that okay who sat down with these fairy folk or fey folk or whatever and asked them okay can you classify your social structure for us so that we can put it in this book um, that never happened so it's basically all these you know legends folklore that people have extrapolated into these books um, which is fine i have no problems with that i think it's nice to have a collection of all the legends and everything in one place that you can easily access but it doesn't answer our questions as to what in the hell did we see
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so we're looking for more you know personal accounts of yes i also saw you know these twinkles or this illuminated yellow ball of light and this is what it did So we're looking for actual accounts from people of what they've seen with their eyes and not just the legends. I I don't want to, you know, have somebody say, well, it was a a brownie or a red cap. Or um, I don't want to hear about how mermaids are supposedly classified somehow under fairies and stuff like that. I I don't want to hear that. I want to hear other people's personal accounts so that we can try to determine what the heck it is we actually saw. So it may not be a fairy at all. Right. So we don't know. (laughs) we're trying to figure it out hopefully over time we will so Karen did you see my post about the red mist Uh, no I'm sorry there's a lot of that's great you guys have been asking a lot of questions you've had a lot of conversations awesome we apologize if we don't see everything because we have like this little tiny box it's like this big it would have been up there somewhere where did you see the
1: red mist was it a cheney or somewhere else
0: um let's see what else we have here we're gonna have to wrap it up here pretty soon guys it is it is past midnight in the east past 11 here but we know people are bowing out because it's getting late so um
1: mike would do this all night probably I, I, I I I, i i would do it for a little i would do it for a while longer
0: okay and then another one from lynn's do you or have you ever used black salt
1: i have yeah Black salt.
0: Um, go ahead.
1: I have black salt, uh, and I have a little bag of. Um, I have the pink. I have some pink Himalayan salt now. I have some sea salt, and then I have. Uh, I have some black. Yeah, I have some black and salt and charcoal in my.
0: I'm just bag. trying to remember when it was used. I mean, it was. It was my own personal black salt. It was somebody that was with me. It was with us uh, some investigation years ago. I just I can't remember <laughs> what uh I'm sorry, I wish I could better answer that. Um the memory escapes me, but yeah, I mean I've it has been there on an investigation with me before. Just it wasn't mine. So All right. um Okay, so Donna's saying tar water, yes, it's made from stones and often used in voodoo. It's hardcore okay well that explains why i don't know much about it because i don't know I don't a whole know lot about I don't voodoo. Know
1: anything about it
0: um and ladino six is saying amy allen's used tar water on her show giving it to people who have had paranormal troubles okay um i haven't seen a lot of the dead files um i caught a, a few episodes early on i like the concept of the show um you know i I was familiar with Amy on Facebook before the show ever came out, and always thought she was a nice person then and all that. Uh, Steve was supposed to be a great guy, um, so the show's cool. I just haven't watched a lot of it, so didn't know she was doing that. <laughs> um, I, I don't watch a lot of the shows anymore. Nope. Um, what else? I don't know. I saw another one in here. So, and there's yeah, there's Diane Hilbert bowing out, saying good night. Good night,
1: good night Diane.
0: Um Lutefangie, this is a tough question. Uh what do you think happens to unborn children from like miscarriages? I just I that's tough. I, I because I do believe in reincarnation, um I think they'd just go back to that source wherever it is that we come from and they try again.
1: Yeah, I think I, I, I think if they didn't get a chance that they deserve to have one. Yeah. I hope that's i I want that I want it to be true I hope that's true
0: um yeah or there's there's this idea um you guys have ever seen defending your life and I've mentioned it here a couple times here in recent months um so it's you know judgment city or whatever and so the, the it's a you know, concept that you know you pass away and then you, you have your life evaluating you either go forward or you go back to earth so their concept was like you know children should never you know have to be judged for their stuff so um so they just passed them straight on um but there's that whole idea i mean there's there's so many different theories here in place so is the passing on just to that place in between lives or is there even some higher other plane, past that, where, you know, after you're done, going through whatever the heck it is we're supposed to be learning here, is there another plane after that? And would they just pass through that, or is it just like, oh, well, that didn't work out, you know? But I mean, and we'll try again here. Child
1: and- spirits just shouldn't even be a thing. I just, I've always, you know, I, I, I love children, you know, so I love the i i love to be around their energy but at the same time it's always so sad for me because i always feel so bad like 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 Byron for example you know he died in the late 1800s you know why is he still around you know i mean what you know it's not like you know he has some important lesson you know to yeah. learn well the lesson learned is don't climb a tree you know if you if it's not safe, I mean, but he's a kid though, you know, so why is he still around? I mean, I just, I don't get it. You know, at what point, you know, time moves differently, you know, I guess, but I there, but you know, at what point does he get to whether he moves into, you know, another, like reincarnates into something else. And then if he reincarnates into something else, and this time in my lifetime, will he recognize me? You know, I always wonder about that, too. I've, you know, had children recognize me before, so, I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. That's what that I'm girl at
0: me, yeah. hence, yeah.
1: Talk about, um, knock me off my groove for the rest of my shift. That, <laughs> that was totally random, unexpected. I definitely didn't feel that one coming. Um, but, you know, when I saw her again, you know, she always had that look like, yeah, I know you. And it was right. always just the sweetest thing ever, and I just wanted to take her and just ask her all kinds of questions. And it was so terrible <laughs> that I didn't want to ask her those kinds of questions, but I just wanted to pick her brain so bad, you know. Uh, but yeah, I just I, I don't get it. I don't I don't think there should ever be a thing. And I don't think child spirits should ever be a thing, you know. I think that they should just, you know. I mean, who allows that? I I just I just don't understand.
0: Yeah. I was trying to find Karen's post about the red mist, but I guess it's too far up. So, um, oh, maybe maybe this is it. So I see this comment about hovering over my body, floated down my hallway and freaked out my dog. Is that the red mist? I don't know. What precedes it is doesn't jive with it. So I don't know. Maybe that was it. Maybe
1: Um, YouTube ate some of it.
0: Yeah, YouTube may have eaten some of it.
1: I've seen I've not seen I've not seen a lot of mists in my time. Um, shadows and people and and ghosts of freaking animals and vehicles and and um well actually we did see a, a white mist at Mineral Springs in that room before the pool. Yeah,
0: I mean I've seen mists. I mean there's a big black mist that I saw at the At that house in Edmond that, you know, for uh, the Haunted show that we filmed. So, I mean, as a red, I haven't, I don't think I've seen red. White? Yes. Black? Yes. Um,
1: Yeah, what is the color significance for mists? Yeah, that's
0: that's interesting. (laughs) So a a red mist, and it was hovering over the bed. Hmm. Um, I mean, was it something trying to form? I I, I don't know. So I don't have an answer for a red mist, but... um,
1: Interesting. Interesting. I
0: guess. I guess my question would be, you know, what did you feel at the time? You know, did what was the type of energy that you were feeling off of that red mist? You know, what kind of vibration were you getting off of it? So, um, yeah, okay, Karen. The red mist was hovering over my body. Totally freaked out my dog, who was growling. So, if the the dog's growling at it, it, you know, that's not a good sign.
1: Yeah, dogs. Dogs. (laughs) They really. You know, I lived with one uh, that would totally freak me out, would totally stare at this one spot in the wall, and then would go get its ball and sit it down and then look up. And I'm like, what are you looking at above my head, you know? I mean, I don't do not do that anymore. It's freaking me out. Yeah. Uh, animals are... They're definitely good tools to have <laughs> yep. on a paranormal investigation. Oh, We've got some creepy stuff happening in the cafe with cats. Oof. <laughs> oh my gosh. Gonna have the cafe show soon. Rita's gonna come on here, and you guys are just gonna be, it's gonna blow you away the stuff that we're gonna talk about. I mean, you talk about experiences now. Her and I really should write a book.
0: Really should. Like, for really real.
1: And Rita's an excellent writer too. There you go. Why really hasn't she one.
0: submitted to um, I don't Encounters know. then?
1: I don't know. I've, I've told her about it. I'm, I'm going to make her do it.
0: There you go. Alright. Karen is uh, also saying the energy was negative and I followed it down the hall. I wasn't afraid but the mist was negative. Okay. So. I mean not exactly sure what it was but
1: um, Yeah. Trust your vibes. Yeah. You know we have them. Trust them.
0: So from Wendy earlier about the um um Miscarriages. Uh, Maybe they're just interested in the womb experience or for giving an experience for the family. I don't know.
1: That's like a whole other path right there. Yeah. Mm.
0: So, yeah, Karen also says cannot wait for the cafe show.
1: Oh, I can't wait to be a part of it. (laughs) (laughs) That would be interesting. I mean, yeah, that, that may be part two may need to happen into in, inside the upside down because I really should write a book about it just that one building I could write like you know and it was crazy that place oh my gosh
0: so Emma is saying my dogs stare into our bedroom all the time and then Donna is saying my dog doesn't freak when I'm in contact with spirits which leads me to believe I go to them or to an in between place interesting yeah John Gilmore says, I got a photo of an unexplainable mist. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I screwed up in taking the uh, the mist photo in Edmund. I used a flash. That's a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the flash obliterated the entire room uh, with light, and so therefore I wasn't able to see the mist. I mean, if you can imagine, I'm seeing this mist. Big, big, black, dark mist. It's dissipating. I take a photo, lights up the entire room. I've, it basically, you know, I guess goes away, for lack of a better term. Um, doesn't show up in the picture, but then after, you know, the flash, the mist is continuing to disappear. Oh. <laughs> it's like, damn. So maybe start okay. taking video. Well, and that's, that's, I learned along the way. I just stopped using flash. I just stopped using flash because of stuff like that. It's It didn't make sense that, you know, okay, I'm seeing this with my eyes in this. It's a darkened state, yeah. And maybe there's something about where they needed to be dark to be able to be seen, and yet I'm lighting up the entire room with light. And totally, I, that flash of light creates a new environment. It's not the same environment as I just witnessed this thing in, so. So I stopped using flash. Um, and Candy's bowing out, B3 Aerospace bowed out. My so, guys. So, but we're still at 45. <laughs> That's awesome. So, you it's guys have nice. you guys that have hung in here for an hour and a half after yeah. a totally crapped out you know. edge of the rabbit hole with all the technical issues. Yeah, there's
1: there's people that you know that I talked to that have said you know that.
0: And there goes Carrie.
1: Ch- <laughs> yeah, chat rooms are not always a popular place to be on some of these shows. Like you might have a handful of people, but you guys are rock stars.
0: Yeah, you guys. Are, we we love our Mad Hatters. You guys are amazing. So. Um, But let's go ahead and wrap it up. It's been an hour and a half show, so we've gone a full half an hour past our time. Um, So we'll go ahead and do that. So, yeah, the Hagland. West Coast is representing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, West Coast in Australia. (laughs) And Sean Gilmore saying he loves the chat rooms, yeah. All right, so um, we're kind of sweating our butts off in here anyway.
1: It's hot in here, people. It doesn't feel like... uh... I mean, I know falls around the quarter, but it sure doesn't feel like.
0: No, it was in the nineties today. Yeah, it so. was hot. <laughs> so, um, all right. So let's get to super chat, superstar Tom McNicholas, ten dollars. Happy for reaching eight thousand subscribers. That's right.
1: Yeah. So
0: again, get your entries in. You know, whether it's through email, haunted dot com. That's for Sean Oldsmith and anybody else. Um, But reach out on any other social media platform except for YouTube to get your entry in and uh, we'll make sure you're there. And we'll draw the name from the hat. So it's gonna be a book and a signed uh, autograph, or print, Mm -hmm. autographed print, yeah. Um, So you got that, and then it doesn't show up here, but just before the show, because I had to reset everything, uh, Andrew Cox had a $20 Super Chat. So awesome, thanks guys. Thank you very much. So, let's get to it. Donna Gordon, thanks for Cheshire Cat chatting the chat. Really do appreciate it. And there's uh, Ladino6, late joining, but that's okay. That's very cool. I really do appreciate you being here.
1: You can watch the replay.
0: Yeah, you can always watch the replay. So, there's the Haglin representing the West Coast. Uh, Pungi Fungi. Yes, one <laughs> entry per person. <laughs> Chuck Banks did not have every entry at 7,000. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's Betty Langi's. Uh, hey, Mike, please do one on how weather affects spirits. That would be an interesting show. We have done one before on yeah. moon phases, on how moon phases ex- ex- I think, affect spirit yeah, activity. That,
1: that would be a good show too, that because be, weather yeah. does affect it.
0: It does, it does. It does. You know, there are some very interesting theories. I remember talking about this with Lee Ehrlich like years ago, like when I first met him back in was it 2010 2011 whatever it was seven or eight years ago um and some ideas about how like tornadoes would act could actually have the power to take that energy you know pick it up and move it someplace so you may actually have a tornado moving spirits from one location to another because it Mm. has that type of power so it's an interesting concept yeah um all right, so there's Tim Schoen. Thank you very much, Tim. Chipper Terry, thank you very much for joining us again. And Nichelle Thompson, thank you for joining us tonight for both shows. Uh, Greg Grinkin, um, can I have an interview for each of my personalities? Nice, <laughs> nice. That's great. Yeah, uh, they
1: all have different names, for sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Luda Fan yeah. G, great show. I'll always love watching. Well, thank you very much for watching. Uh, Tom McNicholas is saying good night. Appreciate that. So, uh, deep down the rabbit hole, Patreon patrons, check us out, patreon.com slash Media. So it's Tom McNicholas, B3 Airspace. I'm getting tired. Okay. (laughs) Tom McNicholas, B3 Airspace, uh, Zippy Davis, BD Flint, Pamela Queen, and Andrew Cox. Thank you all very, very much. Of course, we have many other Patreon patrons as well, but those are deep down the rabbit hole, uh, Patreon patrons. We just posted a, um... Oh, I need your questions. For those that are Patreon patrons, uh, uh, what was it, $10 level and up. For the, uh, the Q&A, we need the, uh, the questions in. And for three and up, uh, we just posted a behind-the-scenes video. So check that out on the Patreon page uh there's Wendy Whittington uh thank you for joining us again tonight Kathy Ciliento thank you very much and there's Lynn White um binge watch Misfits of Science you know you want to <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sharon Lane thanks for joining us again tonight and there's Candy Orton thank you very much Candy uh there's Sean Oldsmith you have a great night um is it daytime in Australia <laughs>
1: I think there's six hours or something. Like oh, that,
0: they're right? a lot further than that ahead of us. They're on a whole other day.
1: <laughs> six hours. What am I thinking of? Oh, well, the UK. Yeah. Yeah. There's six hours. Yeah. They're, they're six hours, yeah. Right, the other way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Karen Whitaker saying, uh, tornadoes as mobile vortexes. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Tracy Christian. Thanks for joining us again. Um, who else do we have in here? There are a lot of you in here tonight, hanging out all night long with us. Um, and, and, Sean was right. I would hang out all night if my voice could hold up. Kerry <laughs> uh, Parrish, um, glad you've had some good news. Um, hope that works out for you very, very soon. Sean Gilmore, um, awesome. Thanks for joining us again. Uh, he had some interesting stuff at the Monroe House here just recently. Um, i have to tell you, but I haven't had a chance to talk to you about that yet.
1: He needs to come to Mineral Springs. He
0: does. He does. Emma Badgick. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. Um yeah everybody should come with us to mineral springs and there's i think i already said betty ling did i ever say betty ling i think so um oh hey there's dustin samario hey dustin Dustin. good to see you and um all right so i'm gonna scroll back down if there's any last minute ones get them in now or forever hold your peace (laughs) adam tillery adam tillery Tillery. is always lurking out there he, he just likes it when we start talking about him and he's not actually in the chat. He's like, they're talking about me. <laughs> they don't know I'm here, but they're, they're talking about me. <laughs> but he's such a great guy. You yeah, know? He what, is. what can you say about Adam? He's just awesome. Fantastic illustrator. Yeah. Mm. Um, and let's see. And Nichelle's thanking us for the birthday wish. Yes, happy birthday. And Donna's saying we're at 8,005. Woohoo! Ooh. Sweet um and then there's tom nash hey thanks tom appreciate it and i think that's probably gonna be about
1: tom Nash, is that a new one
0: i've seen him in there before really
1: yeah well, Oh, so, i don't pay attention um, on round two yeah
0: yeah it's it's it goes and it goes by fast i yeah. know you see that it goes by fast yeah um yeah sean oldsmith 24 hours ahead so yeah um uh, yeah, Ladine uh 06 Mineral Springs in Alton, Illinois. Um right on Broadway Street. Yeah. So.
1: best place ever. So, very because very cool. Are... You
0: have to come down. Um it's raining Zen.
1: Yeah. Is there? It's raining Zen and uh, anything in the new age uh World. It's like a whole world in there. Anything you could possibly think of. They've got it. Yeah, and
0: it's it's a mall these days, but it used to be a hotel. So it's got a grand ballroom. It's got the, uh, we investigate like the old pool area, the upstairs area that used to be hotel rooms. Um, it's, all kinds of, it's all kinds of great places in there to investigate. Yeah, it's, all it's, the way down to the original mineral spring.
1: It's bigger than it looks. Oh, yeah. It's huge. I mean, it's just absolutely massive. huge. So,
0: awesome. All right so i think that's going to be it so okay <sighs> carrie's buzzing me on the phone <laughs> <laughs> carrie you're distracting me you're going to bed <laughs> all right so that's it everybody have a great night we'll catch you next week we have uh, rob gutter coming back next week Yay. so we had we we didn't finish up our conversation last time about ghosts of england plus you and him had some experiences at Mineral springs that just like totally meshed and coincided with each other and so rob and shauna are um co-authoring a story for the encounters book that's coming up
1: when when i go back inside the house i am you're my witness I'm you're doing go, it this time i'm gonna do it I'm she's gonna, gonna, do, gonna it. do it i'm gonna do it
0: all right yeah all right everybody have a great night um, we will see you. Uh, oh, oh! Friday night, Friday night ghost frights. You guys will like this one. Since the Nun is coming out, I don't know how many of you guys you know, like the movies from the Conjuring universe. Even though you know, they, they don't follow the true stories or anything like that, but we are going to tell on Friday night ghost frights the true story of Valak.
1: The true story. That's right. Of Valak. All right.
0: So that's it. You guys have a great night. I've said that about three or four times now. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next time. Bye.